to Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and yes, I am a former radio personality here in San Diego turned podcaster. I did radio for over 19 years, and unfortunately, at the beginning of the year, I lost my job. But you know what? I decided, why not you use your skills and create a daily podcast, which I did starting on May 1st, and I talked about my weight loss journey mostly, um, my kids, and just life going around with me. Um, it's evolved since then. It's now more about information um, to keep you in the know about things, but I still incorporate my life, and that's why the podcast is called Life with Hula. If you're a new listener, do me a favor and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. I would love the follow. And if you're trying to find me on social media, you can do so by searching Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, all of those social media handles. It's Thursday, and you know what Thursday is. It's all about the Throwback Thursday clip. And for everyone, I'm going to share another song parody with you. It's about the best food in the world. It's about Mexican food. And I'll play with uh, play for that for you at the end of the show. I also have your moment of pure happiness. And I have your weight loss check. Find out if I lost weight from uh, Tuesday to Wednesday um, or find out if I gained weight. But first, as always, I have things to keep you in the know. All right, we're going to kick things off for all you renters. It looks like the county approves relief, but landlords are voicing their opinions about this. Uh, the San Diego County Board of Supervisors has approved its largest largest budget ever, more than $6.5 billion for fiscal year 2020 to 2021, in part to help residents with the health and financial impacts of the coronavirus pandemic. The budget includes $24 million to be used towards rental assistance. Those with evidence that they're struggling with money during the pandemic can apply for relief payments, grants of $1,500 per month for two months, and will be selected from a lottery. The city of San Diego also has an eviction uh, moratorium in place. That means residents who can't make rent and can prove that their financial hardship is tied to the pandemic cannot be forced out of their homes though they'll still owe their landlord back pay. Um, Originally, residents were going to have to start making those payments in September, but now the city has moved the deadline for new payments to the end of the year. So that's great news for those of you that um, got laid off and you're renting still. Uh, You don't have to move (laughs) as of right now. The county has compiled a list of eviction moratoriums for other cities around the region, and you can view the list by going to sandiegocounty.gov. Now, there is another side of the equation. Landlords and property managers have their own set of problems. According to Whitney Benzian, the vice president of public affairs for the California Apartment Association, he says everyone in the rental market is being affected some way or another. Um, Whitney says some smaller property owners don't have the financial flexibility to wait for delayed payments from renters, and he worries that their needs aren't being adequately addressed. What we're really concerned about is the small mom and pop, the landlords. It's their investment vehicles. They can't do the maintenance. It just becomes a real problem that's going to spiral, and we're starting to see it. Um, So the statewide California's eviction moratorium is set is still set to expire September 1st, but a new bill in Sacramento, AB 1436, would prevent foreclosures and evictions until 90 days after the COVID-19 state of emergency ends, or April 2021, whichever comes first. The bill must clear the state Senate and the Assembly by Monday, August 31st, the last day of the legislative session. So, yeah, 
if you are a renter, you, you kind of have some sort of reprieve right now um, until the end of the year, looks like it. All right, your next story to keep you in the know, leaders warn that San Diego could be next for destructive wildfires. I mentioned this yesterday. Uh, Mayor Kevin Faulkner joined San Diego Fire Chief uh, Colin Stoll and the council, oh, and council member Chris Kate uh, Wednesday to urge residents to stay on high alert, get prepared, and stay informed, citing the historic lightning sparked fires raging in Northern California and stressing the need to be vigilant. The fire season is now year-round in California, so we've made significant investments in recent years to make San Diego ready when the next big fire hits. So now we have to worry about fires, I and mean, we have to worry about earthquakes. Man, 2020 sucks. Our residents can be confined, uh, confident that our firefighters have state-of-the-art equipment available to save lives and protect and protect property. We all remember the devastating fires of 2003 and 2007. Yep. And we're asking every San Diegan to do their part by making sure they're prepared in case of an emergency. Um, recent investments include eight additional fire engines, uh, two additional brush engines specifically designed to assist in fighting wildfires by transporting firefighters to the scene and providing them with quick access to the fire, along with water and other necess uh, necessary equipment, a Firehawk helicopter capable of night flying and dousing fires with a thousand gallons of water at a time, investment of $13.7 million to build a storage facility to protect helicopters from rust, corrosion, and help ensure longevity. According to San Diego Chief, um, Chief Colin, he says San Diego can rest assured that while our firefighters are deployed to help with major fires around California, all of the city's fire stations are still fully staffed. We hope... Um, Residents will follow recommendations to create and practice an emergency plan so they can be ready in the event of a wildfire here at home. So, yeah, I mean, do you remember? I mean, last year we had fires that broke out near San Diego State, San Ysidro High School, Kensington, Talmadge, um, near the U.S.-Mexican border. So just be prepared um, and have a plan of action, you know, for you and your family. And your last story to keep you in the know looks like Heat waves are expected to go through Friday in San Diego County. Uh, temperatures could reach the triple digits in most areas of San Diego County um, as a heat wave stretches on through Friday. High pressure centered over the four region corner regions will begin moving into uh, south into Arizona, bringing hot and dry conditions through Friday in most of Southern California, according to the National Weather Service. The agency issued an excessive heat warming that will last until 8 p.m. Thursday in the county deserts. High temperatures are forecast to reach 84 degrees near the coast, 92 inland, 96 in the Western Valley, 100 near the foothills, and 102 in the mountains, and 118 in the deserts. Ooh. The mercury in the deserts is expected to reach 117 on Thursday, then drop to 113 on Friday. So um, it's just hot, guys. It's hot. Remind you um, that th if you want to beat the heat, the county is offering nine cooling centers in Alpine, Borrego Springs, Fallbrook, Lakeside, Potrero, Ramona, San Isabel, Spring Valley, and Valley Center. Of course, due to coronavirus, mandatory masks have to be worn and social distancing protocols are enforced in the facilities. Um, but you can find these cooling stations all over um, at different locations in San Diego. And those are the stories to keep you in the know. I know I try not to be a lot of sad news, but apparently it seems to be a lot of sad news right now. I'm sorry about that. 
Life with Hula will be back after these messages. Human Catalyst is a clothing brand based out of Chula Vista, California. The premise of the brand is being a better person by creating change in yourself and others. That message is delivered through timeless designs on quality garments. Although their physical store is closed right now, you can still find their newest products on thehumancatalyst.com. That's T-H-E-H-U-M-A-N-C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T.com. And go follow them on Instagram at Human Catalyst. That's H-U-M-A-N-C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T. Have you guys tried Snoice? It's a dessert shop previously voted Best Desserts in San Diego and California Small Business of the Year. Uh, it's serving shaved snow, hollow hollow, boba teas, and ice cream sandwiches. It's located at 8423 Paradise Valley Road, right up the hill from the Spring Valley Swamp Meet. It's open from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. You can follow and tag them on their Instagram for free toppings at Snoice, S-D. That's S-N-O-I-C-E-S-D. You can also order some boba tea jugs online to satisfy your quarantine cravings. You can go to order.snoicesd.com. That's O-R-D-E-R dot S-N-O-I-C-E-S-D.com. Make sure you check them out. Snoice. And welcome back to Life with Hula, the podcast. And um, I have had a couple of updates. Um, I wanted to update everybody on my daughters doing social distance learning. Um, they go to the Escondido Unified School District, and it was their second day yesterday. Um, things went fine. My youngest daughter um, started to get used to things, and she was able to actually last for an hour. Um, the teacher actually did an hour, and she did well. Um, the Wi-Fi though went down again um, for the first a lot of students and so I guess they weren't able to do their homework but they're still working on it it's one of those things that you know they just have to get used to doing and, and deal with all these students now zooming or social distance learning um, so that's kind of a new thing now that we're all all dealing with um, so that's kind of the quick update on that um, another update is um, I am going to school San Diego State University um, I'm taking a political science class and come to find out that it actually started on Tuesday. I uh, guess I didn't go to class on my first day, so that's going really good. Um, but I am going to go today and uh, I'll give you an update if there's anything special. It's a political science class I'm taking about elections. And um, so, yeah, that should be fun. I'm pretty excited. I have to play catch up now. <laughs> I just started. It's the second day of school. Oh, well. Okay. And then last but not least, the last update I've got for you guys is an uh, update on my weight loss journey. If you're following my journey, I am doing an intermittent fast. I'm actually um, trying to lose weight. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I was 294.1 pounds, and I just hated what I looked like. And I decided to do a three intermittent fasts. I didn't think I was going to do that many. I started with one, and then I was like, I can do another one. And then I said, I could do another one. So in total now um i've lost um no well i i don't know the total loss but i'm actually down i was 294.1 and now i'm 222.7 that means i'm down 71.4 pounds and if you're following along the journey you know that my goal this third time around was to lose 20 pounds i'm now one point um three pounds away from that so hopefully when I weigh myself right now we'll see if I lose another pound I hope so I'm hoping I'm praying that I do so that's a weight loss update for you guys 
um, if you're following the journey. It's going really good. Um, I feel great, and I'm going to keep it going. So there's that. Um, now, it is a throwback Thursday. This is the point of the show where um, I like to share an old clip um, when I was doing radio, and um, I love doing song parodies. We used to have this thing called Song Parody Wednesday or um, Song Parody Challenge Wednesdays where we would do a song parody. And do you guys remember that song, um, My Boo by Usher and Alicia Keys? You know, My Boo. Well, I did a song in honor of my most favorite type of food and my most favorite type of restaurant. It's about the Mexican (laughs) drive-thru. And you can hear it uh, right now. So enjoy this Throwback Thursday clip. No matter what the reason, they've got your back from the start. Their neon sign says open even when it's after dark. It's a night of debauchery and your belly's real hungry. You All right, can it's time to break see. it off something nice. Come on, go. The Mexican drive through I don't through. know about you all, but I have to go. End up gonna get me a beef taco. I don't know about you all, but I have to go. End up gonna get me a fat burrito. They will be open late after one through a crazy night. They will be open late after four to soothe your appetite. You know you've got no shame when Roberto's calling your name. Shoot, you don't care. You know you just want Mexican food. Even late after a party, you can find the Mexican drive-through. After sampling and you're hungry, you can find the Mexican drive-through. Even at the dorm room studying all night, the Mexican drive-through. When you think of them, it always leaves a smile. It's the Mexican drive-through. And that is your Throwback Thursday clip. I know you're singing along. Mexican drive-through. Ooh, the singing was brutal. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, that's my ode to the Mexican drive-through. Um, like I said, I hope you enjoyed that song because I am still enjoying that song. Um, that's your throw- Throwback Thursday clip. And last but not least, I always end the show with your moment of pure happiness. Um, this one is about a blind mom who got to see, quote-unquote, her adorable unborn baby thanks to a 3D-printed ultrasound. Taylor Ellis was born with glaucoma and has very little vision. When she went into her 20-week scan, um, she was unable to see her baby, which left her in tears. When doctors found out she was upset, they conducted a special ultrasound and made a 3D print of her unborn daughter's face. Oh my God, that's awesome. 26-year-old Taylor and her husband Jeremy, who is also visually impaired, received this special scan in the post a week later. They were able to feel the baby's face as a result, and it was a dream come true. Baby Rosalie is now 10 weeks old and mom of three, Taylor, and the 3D printing technology uh, most commonly used to make car parts has been life-changing. John Hopkins um, Hospital in Baltimore usually uses the technology to create models of unborn babies with spina bifida. It allows surgeons to get a clear image of the spine, um, the spines of the babies to see if they need in-womb surgery as well. When an ultrasound sonographer at the same hospital found out, he suggested the technology to be used to help blind parents. It is thought to be the first hospital in the world to offer this service. Uh, Taylor, a stay-at-home mother from Coxville, 
uh, in Maryland said, I always thought what about what my baby would look like and was always saddened to know I wouldn't have the same opportunity as seeing mothers. My sight wasn't as bad as my with my first two children, so I was able to see the 2D ultrasound. When she received the 3D ultrasound, Taylor said um, it, that was an exciting moment for her. I had the realization that this was my baby's face. It was so heartwarming. I showed off my scan to my daughters and my parents on video chat. Uh, proud mom Taylor added, this pregnancy has been so scary, but so exciting the whole way through. I want this moment really, really bad. So congratulations to Taylor and and it's amazing. That's so awesome. I'm, that's incredible. And that's your moment of pure happiness. That story just made me smile too. Well, that's your show for today. I know it's kind of short. Um, I've got things I got to take care of, but if you are looking for um, a way to help me out, you can hit subscribe on this podcast. Um, you can follow me on iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify. And if you're looking for me on social media, you can find me at Hula SD, that's H-U-L-A-S-D, on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, all of those social media handles. Um, other than that, you guys have an amazing Thursday. We're almost to the weekend. I'll be celebrating my birthday weekend. Um, yeah, and have a great day. All right? We'll see you. Bye. Bye.